Good morning ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Light of Lensha, Progressive Astrology, an esoteric talk and new thought channel. Today we begin the new series, new season of exploring the outer planets, the Pluto, Neptune and Uranus factor and then we take a deeper dive into going into other esoteric aspects. We'll take that as it comes to me. Today we'll first talk about Pluto because it's the strongest energy showing up. To recap, what is Pluto? Pluto is the outermost planet in the solar system. Now Pluto in astrological terms, and this is not as per Vedic text, they do not consider it because the Vedic texts in those times, they were only inclined to go up till personal karma. There was no concept of the world or there was no concept of the collective. It was all about personal karma, only living it out, taking rebirth and going around in that karmic cycle. Now we are in the new times. The energy of the earth has greatly shifted. If you are a sensitive, you would know what I mean. And in these times, it's about transmutation. It's about converting it to something grander, something higher something much more beautiful and sacred than it has ever been on this planet. So, that being said, what is Pluto? Pluto is the outermost planet. First of all, they have even degraded it from a planet to an asteroid because of the size is so small. Yet, in astrology, it has been found to have great value and great significance for the simple reason that they have found the time patterns of Pluto transition which is very slow because it's the outermost planet it orbits around the sun once in 128 years that's a lot of time so basically if an average person lives up to um, let's say 70, 80 years they will not even see about 5 or 6 houses transition in their charts from the Pluto, from the native time they were born. So Pluto, hardly anybody lives to see one full cycle of Pluto in the humanity. Very few people, if any, live past 128 years. So that being said, let's get back to the Pluto energy. What is the energy of Pluto? Pluto in astrology, which I consider and have seen personally play out in the charts is basically transmutation to the higher self aspect of the person, the ascendant, as well as the higher self aspect of the house it is currently transitioning. So, for example, if you're a Gemini ascendant and your Pluto is now passing through your first house, the way intellect acts for you will be completely transformed. It has to be specific to the ascendant. Remember that always. There is no generic rule here. There is specific in 12 solar houses, the 12 zodiac signs. It has to be individual always. Because Pluto is also rightfully called as the generational planet, which means it takes a whole generation to transit through a particular house. So people who are born in a particular 10-year period one generation 
are generally of called one plutonic generation. So the plutonic generation means they are all born with Pluto around in the same sign, okay, sign of the zodiac. So that might fall into any number of houses. For example, if it's transitioning through currently the house of Aries to the sign of Aries, Aries might fall in different signs. In Taurus, it falls in the 12th house. In Gemini, it falls in the 11th house, so on and so forth. So it depends upon where it is transitioning, but the sign will remain the same. So Pluto takes a lot of time to transition. And what does Pluto stand so far as we are going to discuss the higher self? Now this is a lot of talk in the New Age circles about the higher self. A lot of material has been channeled by uh, Cryon, for example, one of the ones whom I follow. Through last 11 years I have touched a great deal upon the Cryon teachings. The beautiful, if you want to check them out at cryon.com. So the Pluto, the higher self, is that aspect of us that is the higher aspect. Okay. Now, outer planets, whenever we say speak of Neptune, Uranus and Pluto, they are the they go beyond the personal karma. They go to the collective karma. They go to the ancestral level of karma, the lineage which we are personally born in, the race, culture, country, religion we are born in, the body that we occupy, the DNA level, it goes to that level of things. Okay, so it overrides. This is the important thing for you to remember. The outer planet transition overrides all the inner planets, including Saturn and Jupiter. Saturn and Jupiter, the last planet in the personal series can only be Saturn. I have not seen Saturn play out in the collective as much as these outer planets play out in the collective with respect to world events, let's say, or the events in your society or how the world is going. It's always the outer planets which govern the collective because they transition, like I said, to the same house for an entire generation. So it's like the whole herd is moving in a particular direction where Pluto is guiding them. It's guiding the entire flock of sheep, entire flock of people, because most people are unawakened, unaware, and pretty much like sheep. They are being guided by some invisible energies. These are the energies of Pluto. And the Pluto works into permanent transformation. It does not wait for you to personally transform your karma. It will transform any house in your chart that it is transitioning. Right from the time you are born till you take your last breath, it will transition one house in a span of 10 to 15 years. Sometimes it takes longer. Sometimes it takes up to 20 years because Pluto has a very eccentric orbit. It does not have a perfectly elliptic, elliptical orbit or a circular orbit. As a result, it takes sometimes only 10 years to move through a house. Sometimes it takes 15, sometimes it takes 20 years. It depends where Pluto is currently going through. Okay. So Pluto is what we do discuss. Let's just recap. I'm kind of drifting here today, here and there. Coffee is not kicked in. So Pluto, the higher self, 
the lower aspect everything higher is what a lower aspect the lower aspect of pluto is mars and ketu ketu is the south node of the moon the one who is the dissolver who gives the sense of detachment the south node of the moon it's a conquered territory which you don't need to revisit again and again in terms of past life and mars is the drive which wants to go out there and get stuff done mars is the driver of stuff at a personal level pluto is the driver of the same thing but at a higher level and at the collective level and individual level if you have to go through the collective you have to go through the individual after all what is collective it's a group of individuals so pluto affects both the individual and the collective like i said it's think of it as a harmonic energy which guides the entire herd both personally and collectively pluto is about renewal and revival the old must be got rid of in order to bring in the new pluto is responsible for that renewal and revival it does not care for personal karma it does not care for what's going on personally in individual lives although it transmits that when i say it does not care don't interpret it as something heartless it interpret it as something which is necessary it is necessary for one to go beyond it and personal planets if you ask me they they just give you certain time certain grace period they move at a slower rate saturn for example gives you a slower rate of movement it's governing time personal time in your life so saturn will give you certain time to work through certain issues karmic issues whatever they might be it might be health relationships any number of areas of personal life however when you come to pluto it has to tune your life to meet the collective wherever it is that's the higher goal that's the higher self the higher self does not have boundaries of ego it is a greater envelope of energies it is the entire collective of soul energies of humanity which is being recalibrated here through pluto so therefore pluto is about permanent transformation it's about letting go it's about upheaval unearthing it is about subconscious collective unconscious there's a lot of unconscious energy in the collective people are just acting out their karma people are acting out their rahus and ketus their personal obsessions and compulsions and dissolutions and calling this spirituality and that spirituality that's not the way universe works folks the universe has a time clock on everything everything you do in your life will be given a time clock for you to transmute get over and move on with stuff at a personal level the sooner you do that the easier your pluto journey is going to be think of it this way and this i have seen play out even in my personal life so it's a transmitter of subconscious at the personal level and collective unconscious as well it's a regeneration rebirth through death what do you mean by death if you look at death let us unpack this just a little bit if you consider just looking at it from the point of view of death itself from the time anyone is born a person is really dying okay 
it's a slow unraveling process right up till the point of actual death right so death is nothing but spiritually speaking basically a process of unraveling it unravels from the time a person is born till the time a person dies astrologically speaking a person is going through constant transmutation of karma let it be personal at the soul level let it be at the lineage level let it be at the family level let it be at the collective level or race culture religion level this is what the process is so pluto is about regeneration and rebirth through death that means whatever house speaking astrologically now personal astrology whatever house it is transiting your chart it will be permanently transmuting that energy for good once pluto transits a particular house let it be in a span of 10 years to 20 years it will permanently transform the energies of their house now what does this mean permanently transform the energies of the house well it means you will never look at that particular area of your life the same ever again for good doesn't matter how many rebirths you take afterwards you might come hundreds of times thousands of times afterwards in another body or another thousand bodies thousand different countries what happens is that particular aspect pluto gives you permanent learning that's the higher self the higher self does not give learning which is dissolved it's about permanent learning learned through experience you can even call pluto the higher self of saturn in this context because saturn is also the lord of karma but that is personal karma saturn has nothing to do with the collective it can only look at you personally in any chart so if you look at the birth charts and if you see pluto wherever it started as a journey for the person let's say it started in the 11th house for a person and then from there they start they start from the collective energy when they are born that's the plutonic generation they were born in and from there the time clock starts from 11th it goes to 12th and first and second so by the time they come to the first house from the time they are born they are already 30 years old it has just taken them three decades to finish just three houses it's a significant part of understanding astrology one has got to learn to understand and work with the outer planets if we need to complete the picture of where the person wants to go in life in order to meet the higher self pluto is also about dissolution of personal ego and dissolution of collective ego transmutation of ego now what do we mean by ego in this context now there is an individual ego which is about i me myself i need this car i need that wealth i need my family i need a spouse i need a lover i need money i need house etc etc the, the whole laundry list of personal desires that's the personal one it transmutes that when it goes through your particular house but pluto like we spoke of is a generational planet it takes a long time to move through a particular sign so everything that the sign represents also it transforms let's say trans uh, transits through aries it will transmute the energy of aries for the entire collective remember aries appears in different uh, houses for different ascendants so how does this play out in collective you might ask well 
it plays out this way. Aries itself is transmuted when Pluto goes through that journey. The fire of Aries, the individual fires of everybody is transmuted when it passes through Aries. Right now, for example, as I make this podcast, it is passing through Capricorn. So it is permanently transmuting the energies of Capricorn ruled by Saturn. So Saturn wants to keep things fixed. They want to keep it. Saturn wants to keep things permanent. And Pluto says, no, not going to happen in my watch. I'm going to change this permanently. Sorry, time's up. Because Saturn, last time it was here, in this position, passing through Capricorn, was 128 years ago. So if you want to really Google it and check it out, check out what happened 128 years ago on the planet in terms of events, world events, etc. So Pluto will transform this. And it has seemingly, I would just say seemingly, everything is just a play here, like the Vedic text would put it, it's Leela or the play, or the play of Maya. Illusion. Maya is nothing but illusion. Something going, taking birth, something dying is just an illusion. Everything just is. So the illusion that is taking place here, Pluto will transform it. Pluto will bring in new stuff and say, look here, this is what I'll give you now. Or this is what things really are. Uncovering the conscious is the best, best um, energy I could describe Pluto as. The awareness that Pluto will bring, you cannot miss. It will bring through every means. It will bring through your dreams. It will bring through your life experience, events, relationships, jobs, career, every health, every possible area of your life. It will bring these energies for you to see. And your eyes, inner eyes will become wide open and that wide open eyes is going to well, permanently transform you. That's the energy of Pluto. I think you've spoken enough. I'll just edit it. This it's already become about 18 minutes into the podcast. So this is, folks, my take on the journey of Pluto. And Pluto needs to be considered in every chart, especially in transitions of where the person is going through that house for that ascendant, what it means and how they are going to transform it in the 10 to 20 year period. And Pluto, which it will work through the two inner guys, Neptune, the higher heart, and Uranus, the higher mind, which we'll speak of in the next podcast tomorrow day after. It works through them. They are the instruments which feed the energy to Pluto of what's really going on. Because in order to change something, you have to change the mind, and you have to change your heart about it. Both have to shift. Only then it shifts the entire collective. And Pluto says, okay, now this is where we are. Let's shift this. That's what's going on now. Pluto through Capricorn can be very hectic because Capricorn is going to want to keep things fixed. It's an earth sign. It's a fixed sign. It's tamasic, female and fixed, remember? And Pluto going through that is going to take out every bit of last shred of root that is buried in darkness. It's going to unearth it, unearthing the subconscious, the shadow side. Pluto is a lord of the shadow side. And it governs way above Saturn because by the time Pluto has made its journey through just one house, 
Saturn has made its journey to two and a half or three houses. It takes two and a half years for Saturn to go through a house. So almost about four and a half houses Saturn has gone through while Pluto has just done one. So you can imagine how many things it transmutes at one shot. I'm drifting again. I'll leave you with this much. If you have any comments, you can leave it on my Facebook page. If you want me to discuss some other aspects, just leave a message on my Facebook page. I'll address that in my podcast as well. Links are in the description box. Take care. Be safe and have a great day ahead, my friends. Be safe.